on my end. And we're live. I'm here with Holland Bell and Riley Hills. Thank you guys for coming and joining me in my studio. Uh, excited to be here with these guys. And uh, I guess I'll start by just saying happy holidays to everybody. I hope you guys had a good Christmas. Uh, and uh, we're looking forward to the new year right around the corner. Um, just a personal shout out for my band. We're playing on Friday uh, at my father's mustache from 10 to 1 alongside Silkrow and and uh, Uncle Tim's Bench. And then uh, we're ending the New Year's off with a bang. Knowing the Space Ark is at the washout from 9 to midnight, uh, you know, to take us into the new year. Really excited about that in Folly Beach. Uh, I think there's a good crowd that's going to be coming out to that um, so I'm pretty excited about that we've been putting some work in so we're really excited to celebrate with everybody got some some new songs that we're really excited to share for everybody um, and other than that I could give a little introduction uh, to, to Holland Riley I I would say I've been familiar with you guys for maybe I don't know well probably ever since I came to town uh, which is about six years ago mm -hmm. I, I guess yeah. you guys have been active at least that long here in Charleston, yeah. Yeah, I have for I mean, sure. And uh, yeah, I in in recent years, it seems like y'all have started playing together a lot more as a duo and getting out there as a duo. Mm -hmm. And you, I'll, I'll need to rely on you guys to fill me in on different details. I know Riley uh, graduated, I think, in yeah. something with music related. Music related, yeah. Vocal, no, vocal performance. Voc yeah, that's pretty music related. Very. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so, this is something that you guys take very seriously. Um, yeah, I would, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. We, <laughs> well, I mean, we haven't practiced in a while, but uh, we, during the summer, especially, <laughs> we uh, we'd practice just about every day and play have a gig about maybe two to four times a week or something like that. And we, we got pretty good tied as a, as a duo. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we, we, I think we've been, we've enjoyed playing together, mm -hmm. uh, playing out around town, around Charleston. It's, it's been fun seeing a lot of different venues and stuff like that. And, uh, it's always a joy to, to play out in Charleston. I, I tell you. Yeah, I think so too. It's so much fun and it's so much better. Like having you play bass with me, oh, well. like, I, I don't like playing solo gigs very much anymore. <laughs> I'm spoiled. Yeah, we, we I guess we kind of uh, feed off each other sometimes. Like, she'll she'll play something like a or sing a line or something, and I'll come up try to come up with like a bass line to like go off of that and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun uh, musical journey. I I picked this thing up. I I had a different bass than this before, but I picked this this bass guitar up probably what. Right when, right after COVID hit or like, something like that. I think it was like 2021, like your spring break. Remember, you came home. Yeah. And we bought a bass. And she's been playing probably what two, I've three been, years before that. Well, I've been that? playing um, gigs professionally for five years, <laughs> um, and I used to just do like solo gigs. And then when Riley started playing bass, he kind of he jumped in on my gigs and like, yeah. And we've been playing together for like the past two years at least yeah because i was I, I started playing guitar and i want to make this clear I, I said in another interview that my dad showed me the first three chords on the guitar i ever learned but she actually did she showed me the gcd chords and i started uh i picked it up right when COVID hit but when uh when she was playing i was like well i want to play i want to get up and play with her but i i couldn't like lead or anything with like guitar acoustic or electric or anything so i said well how about a bass i can just uh mm -hmm. you know 
start with you know root notes and stuff like that and uh yeah. i kind of fiddled around with like the country bass style like one five stuff but uh yeah and then i just i picked it up every day till then and uh yeah I, th- I think I've progressed a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, but, so uh, much. <laughs> and then I, I kind of I picked it up kind of at the same time. And so now at my at our gigs, we uh, yeah. we kind of trade instruments. Like I've seen that. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, it, it, I've seen you swap. I saw, I saw you all swap at uh, Stone's Throw. Mm-hmm. Is where yeah, I saw, that I saw you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. It, it's, I just think, I think variety, anything you can do to, to change it up and keep mixing it up helps keep it interesting. Oh, but yeah, definitely. For sure. That's yeah. A re- mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead, go ahead. We don't uh, take breaks at gigs. We it's, me either. It's just uh, and it's better to have like, you know, so we can switch instruments and it keeps it interesting, keeps the music going. And I think why don't you really take cool. why don't you take breaks? Uh, I don't know. Just <laughs> we don't feel like it. Probably. Okay, yeah, we, we got to a certain point where it's like we we could just keep going if yep. we wanted to. I know, like the first couple of gigs I was playing, it's like, yeah, my fingers are hurting. It's tough, and everything right? <laughs> on yeah. The, yeah. Big old strings here, but I got to a certain point. So, well, it doesn't hurt anymore. Mm. So we could yeah. keep playing, and also, I guess it it doesn't slow anything down during yeah, the gig. Right. It keeps yeah. keeps everything rolling, and people. Yeah interested when when they're listening and stuff like that so. i feel like there's there must be there's some shows like if it's like a, an original music show maybe you take a intermission or something like that but for the bar gigs i always feel like it's or for any kind of gigs where you're you're playing three hours or four hours that kind of thing i always feel like uh it's better to not take a break because the breaks are just always awkward it's like okay now the music's done there's gonna be this weird transition where people are like yeah. ah, the vibe yeah. is changing and you and know, they'll put on the overhead yeah. music again, yeah. and then you got to tell them, no, yeah. turn, turn it off before we go <laughs> back on there. I just so. don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Um, mm-hmm. I like the combo. I, one thing I think it's really cool, because I don't know there's a lot of people that are doing an acoustic guitar and bass combo in Charleston, and really probably in most scenes. It's a little bit, it's a little bit atypical. But I think it, I think it really works. Mm-hmm. And, and I, think, I think probably it's an underestimated uh, combo and so what has it been you, you said Holland that you don't you don't want to play solo gigs anymore so I would imagine it's been something you, you like a lot but what's yeah. it been like overall what's your experience been as a duo how do you feel like having the two instrument helps you and that kind of stuff uh I don't it's just it's definitely just more interesting to listen to uh because Riley he's such a good bass player like he plays the coolest bass lines and and then so anytime I'm just playing guitar by myself I'm just missing that the bass behind me so i don't know well thank you sis yeah <laughs> it's nice having another person to know even just for morale support you're kind of in yeah. it together right because yeah. like to some extent performing it's there, there's just the emotional challenge of everyone's judging you right yeah. <laughs> you know even though we maybe get used to it and you don't think about it as much anymore it still is every time you get up there you're 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 up for judgment and people are going to decide whether or not they like you. Yeah. yeah. And it's just nice having at least somebody else that's there that's, you know, if yeah. even if it goes really badly, um that uh <laughs> you know, you can be like, "Okay, well, you know, we'll live another day and I'll just I'll just hang out, you know, with my friend here." Yeah. Right. I think yeah. also too like just like people judging, but also just people like not listening at all. Okay. Like it's so much better like when there's people not listening in the crowd, it's kind of uh when you're by yourself but when there's someone playing with you it's play like you've always got other. someone yeah, to, yeah. to play with and yeah. that's listening to you so hey i'll just throw out to the chat too like we've got some some viewers now feel free to throw any comments in the chat I'm, I'll, I'll throw them on the screen if you want to direct any comments to holland or to riley i'll throw them on the screen so they can see them and uh and we can engage with you guys too so i'll just throw that out there um 
wanted to ask you too, um, and then maybe we could uh, we'll get into some music. Whenever you guys feel like playing music, feel free. We can we can shift into it whenever. So, um, wanted to ask you, um, as a brother and sister duo. Well, maybe this is um, um okay. I'll go from this angle. Um, I feel like just having somebody that you can really count on is is huge, and. Yeah. Uh, so, like, when you're, when you're trying to find people to play with, I mean, that's one of the biggest challenges is, you, you know, you're investing in each other and learning how to play with each other. And, um, and so I, I would imagine, though, there must be – there's something deeper being brother and sister um, uh, that you have so much more history together and um, not to mention you share blood. Um, which I don't know what exactly that means, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I, you guys probably might know. So uh, I'm just curious what it's like. Do you think there's something different about being a brother sister duo? Do you think that's an advantage? Does that bring? Does it mean anything, or um, or just overall having somebody solid to play with? It's kind of on the same wavelength of what we just talked about. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think it, it definitely helps. I mean, we. We've been living together so long. We we kind of know each other's like mannerisms, and we we imitate each other. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but we can just once once we hear like a little snippet of what they're saying, we can probably finish finish what they're thinking or whatever. But uh, I think it translates to music too. And uh, since we've been practicing together for so long, she'll play something, and then I'll I'll probably try to. Uh, uh, like think of something else to like bounce off of that, and then she'll she'll compliment it and stuff like that. And we can, especially with the timing too. I think it it, it has something to do with it too. We we're locked together pretty tight when it comes to the the rhythm in our songs. I feel mm-hmm. like especially yeah. when over the years we we progress. I think it's gotten a lot better. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think timing is a big big part of it. Um, staying locked together in the moment is, is a big thing, and. Uh, I mean, it, anything else, uh, brother and sister makes makes it better. I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've ever actually like really played with anyone else at gigs, so I don't really have another pr- perspective. But huh. I guess it just worked out that we're such good buddies, and you know, you're yeah. always around. So yeah, look, I'm I'm always here, and you're always there. So uh, it's nothing else to do but play <laughs> play music. So. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I guess I'll throw just a, out of curiosity. Riley, do you write songs? I, I know I've, Holland does. But I've, yeah. I've started writing songs. Okay. Prob- I probably started a few years ago, and I've, I've got a few songs written now. But I'm okay. I'm getting more into the process. It's it's funny. I, I when I started writing songs, I the first couple of songs I tried to imitate people, and I tried to imitate um like old old country ballads and stuff like that and like Willie Nelson, Merle Haggard stuff like that stuff my dad showed me. I that's kind of the first stuff I learned on guitar was like con- old country stuff, country standards uh like Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr., Merle Haggard, Conway Twitty, uh Waylon Jennings, uh, I'm I'm leaving a bunch of people out. Alan Jackson, Clint Black, even 90s country Garth Brooks stuff like that and then uh, I guess I guess more recently I've gotten into um, some classic rock stuff. Like some some of my heroes now are like uh, Springsteen, Billy Joel, uh, Mellencamp, Love Bob Dylan. I I went to see him in Nashville a couple years ago, and uh, it was nice. it was a heck of a show. He played his his newest album, and it 
couldn't understand everything he said, but uh, <laughs> he, he, he gave a, a hell of a performance, and I went with my uncle, and it was a, it was a hell of a time. I, I always enjoy listening to old classic rock, and I know Dylan was a big influence, too, and, and his words that, that he'd use and come up with and lines and stuff. But, uh, yeah, and then I kind of, when I hit uh, college and everything like that, I, I was listening to a lot of, uh, I guess, like old, like, pop rock stuff like uh like Hall and Oates and Billy Joel mm. and stuff like that and I I had to take um uh class piano when I was at Coastal Carolina and I I've been like practicing on the piano and I I got to a point where I could I could punch chords out and and kind of play a song and stuff like that and I've been writing a lot more on the uh keyboard now original music and nice. stuff like that other than um just on acoustic guitar or something like that. It's definitely different to write on different instruments. It's, it's, yeah. very, it's very different. And uh, I think, especially on the keyboard, it's, it's laid out all right there. But uh, yeah. sometimes it's like, well, where do you begin? Where do you start? And how do you get from this point to that point and keep it kind of musical and flowing and stuff like that? But it, it, it is a treat. And um, I, I've been writing a lot more recently on the, on the keyboard. Hold on, you've been writing for a long time, yeah? Yeah, a like, long time. H- how long? Ooh, I think I'm 20 now, and I wrote my first song when I was 12. So okay. that's what is math? Eight years, I think. Do you feel like is it is it wanting to express, wanting to write songs? Is that kind of what pulled you into being a performer and and getting into music, or were you doing music before that? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I think it was oh. both at the same time. Sure. Uh, okay. I I loved Taylor Swift when I was younger. Um, I still do. She's one of my favorites. And I kind of, I, I picked up the guitar because of her and I just started writing my own songs. And then it got to the point where I'd, I I wanted to be like Taylor Swift. So I went to my first like singer songwriter open mic when I was like, was it 12 or 13? I don't remember. Some, yeah, around I there. was, I was little. <laughs> was that McCann's? Or no, was that... the first open mic I ever went to was... Uh, it was in Mount Pleasant. It was called Blues. Uh, Casa Blues. The Blues. It was like a bar restaurant yeah, situation. Yeah. 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 I don't think I know that one. Is it still around? I don't think no. so. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm I not. I yeah. tell you, I but don't think so. Okay. But anyway, so that was my first open mic, and then I just kept playing open mics to like develop as a performer, and I kept writing songs, and I'm just still doing that. So. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's mm-hmm. how, that's how you, that's how you. That's the only way I know. Yeah. You just you just get out there and keep doing it. Um, yeah, we've been to plenty of open mics. I think we've been the one we went to like regularly when we when when Holland Bell was starting out. I think was McCann's. McCann's. Irish yeah, Club, I remember that one. Yeah. And Tommy Condon. Tommy Condon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And now we've we've gone out to like Stone's Throw Tavern. We've been to uh, Southern, Southern Roots. Is yeah. Another yeah. one. That's, Great open mic scene. Oh, yeah. And the people are so supportive there. Uh, Just Charleston has the most welcoming music community ever, probably. And um, we've made some really good friends. And, yeah, I love those guys. Well, do you guys want to play a song? Sure. Um, Should we do an original? Did you let you go? Okay, cool. So this song is called Let You Go. It's one that I wrote. I've been doing a lot of co-writing this year with other artists, and I've really been enjoying that. 
And so this is one that I wrote with my friend Laurel. She goes by Laurel Lynn for music. She's awesome. And um, yeah, this one's Let You Go.
Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That you guys, you guys. Well, first of all, you crushed that performance. Um, that was, was really. It sounds sounds awesome in these headphones. Thank right. you. Um, and the arrangement was awesome. You got like uh, I think uh, like the what was it? You, we did the walk down for the harmonies sounded great. First of all, the harmonies that you added, it's like you're you're finding the right space, in my opinion, the the right balance of of where you're positioning yourself with the mic, you know, and 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 just being right in where it, it should be or where it needs to be to support. <laughs> and then it was really cool, the, the bass walk downs along the, the vocal, uh, what, what, what would you call those? You got, you yeah, got those kind of... The vocal run that you did. You did a vocal run and you guys lined that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we definitely worked on that. And I, I think I got to a point, I, I used to not add that, but uh, we, she wanted me to do arpeggios in that section. Yeah. And, I, and I tried that out. And then when we got to that point, I was like, hmm, what if I just... Is, you know, I guess you can you can double the vocal line on a bass. People do yeah. it, so um, I tried it out, and I'm, I'm still playing it. So <laughs> beautiful song too. All the, all the melodies, the, everything about that was really really wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. DW's digging it too. I've got DW on YouTube. We got uh, <laughs> we got like eight viewers on, uh, that are on right now. Um, the other seven are staying silent right now. But so I don't know who who you guys are. But uh, thank you for being here. <laughs> cool. Thank you. But, uh, yeah. um, all right, let's let's uh, I want to ask you this question, um, Holland. So you you said uh, that you wanted to be a lot like Taylor Swift mm -hmm. when you're growing up. Sure. So there's there's certainly parallels there, and um, and I guess a question I may have even asked you this before. Actually, I feel like maybe I asked you this before, um, but I guess I'm I'm always curious because I think one of the it's a um, it's a common thing with a lot of artists that you have some somebody or maybe a few different people that is sort of your central inspiration mm -hmm. and you kind of move a lot in that direction and then at some point you start to figure out more about who you are and who you want to be mm -hmm. and um even so the question i guess i want to ask is like what that journey has been like for you did you re ever reach a point where you started you got frustrated by people making taylor comparisons um or i don't know if that's exactly how i want to say it. like i know because the quest for your own identity can mm -hmm. sometimes get frustrating i don't yeah. know um, so yeah, I was just curious what that's like for you. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, so definitely Taylor Swift. She's uh, one of my earliest inspirations. And I think my music has 100% been influenced by her music. Um, and I I get compared to her very frequently. Um, people would be like, you sound like Taylor Swift. And I usually take that as like such a big compliment because I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. The only thing is sometimes people will be like, you sound a little like too much like uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like you need to find your own thing. And I never really understood that. And I kind of, it's not my favorite thing to hear because I, I just, uh, I, I've never tried to be Taylor Swift. Like I'm not like trying to be Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, I just, I am, I'm Holland Bell. And people that say that, I feel like they don't, they really don't know me as a person. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Do you, what do you think, pal? Yeah, I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it it is hard when, when you're heavily influenced by somebody. But I, mm. for me, I, I think you have you have a unique unique voice and, and songwriting ability. And I I think you're, you're your own uh, artist. And uh, I, I definitely get it when, when people say you're too much like them or too much like that. Well, I mean, anybody can be too much like anything. And people sound the same all the time with whatever but I, I don't get that at all mm -hmm. yeah. from you so I, I, 
think you're doing good. I would just say we all we all start out that way, and and the truth is, uh, like whatever whoever your inspiration is, you're not that person, and you're going to go through an entirely li- different life journey, yeah. and that's going to inform who you are and and how you express. And but maybe that's had a lot to do with the sounds that you were thinking of when because mm-hmm. that's what you were listening to. That's what helps pull you into into becoming a musician or, yeah. or going into it. Um, but yeah. and then also you can't take people st- too seriously. Exactly. <laughs> so Definitely yeah, that's true. People like. Uh, yeah, like they'll they'll you'll get every kind of feedback in the world. Mm. So I would imagine maybe we can what's maybe we can go there. What are some of the <laughs> the best and worst feedbacks you guys have received from live performance? <laughs> mm. Most uh, yeah, or maybe most interesting and uh, worst feedback. Like like mm. some of the most outlandish feedbacks or any or feedback that you were like I'm not receiving that <laughs> or you know if that make any sense. I don't know about like bad feedback. feedback? I mean, there's been like a few times where people would come up and uh, we we take requests when, when, uh, like whenever, if we know it, we'll play it. If we know it, it, we'll play it, yeah. And uh, I guess sometimes a few people come up and like, can you play this? Can you play that? And and then like once they ask you that and say, well, sorry, we we don't know that or anything. And then they just kind of go away. And then like they, they're not interested unless you play like certain kind of kind of things but um i think other than that i mean we've we've gotten some compliments saying mm-hmm. you know we enjoy your sound and love the music you're playing yeah. but um i don't think anything like bad i, I can't think, i can't remember yeah i can't think of any like specific or anything really that's been negative okay yeah well that's yeah. good i guess we should feel lucky for yeah. that right <laughs> <laughs> i guess so maybe you're just better than all of us <laughs> yeah the uh I, I got I got one uh, I've got I've got a couple that were that were that were pretty bad but uh, mm. uh, but it's like it's all over and you get it's like it it just everyone has their own different take and mm. and what they're what they're going through that particular day or what they think how they think something should sound oh okay here's a good one I was gonna say one that uh, but I've, I've I've talked about too much here was a good one um, I played at an open mic in uh, Somerville Cup of Mana. You guys, remember, you guys do the yeah, Cup of Mana one? I think so. Played there for Christmas, uh, like four or five years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. I went up for around the Christmas time and went to the open mic, and I played the Grinch. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard you do that one before. It's awesome. <laughs> well, this guy was in the front row, and he's just like, it's too slow. <laughs> it's oh, like, the- or it's like, it's too fast. You oh, don't sound... You don't sound Grinch enough. <laughs> he's, like, he's like right in front of me, just obliterating my set. So I can't hardly even like I can't hardly even do it because it's I don't know. It's like um, it's oh kind of gosh. funny, but at the same time, I, I'm, he was pretty serious. I think huh. you know. Jeez, and <laughs> you're not Grinch enough. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. That's just the way I do it, man. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's like um, yeah, that's an example of like. He genuinely did not like my performance because oh in, in his in his head he's hearing like, you know, the classic uh, with the Who's in Whoville yeah. like that cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And that's I can't duplicate that voice, but mm-hmm. but no. uh, just it's like a one of a kind voice. I don't feel like that's a, yeah, that's a very, deep low voice too. Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody could do that. that. It's a pretty spectacular uh, rendition. That's like <laughs> yeah, it's like that's the cream of the crop. Like. Somebody delivered the performance of a lifetime, you know, d- doing that. But, yeah. um, but I feel like that's what's in his head, and then he expects that, or he expects you to be in the ballpark. And if you're not, now he's 
yeah. you're wrong and you need to be called out publicly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, some of them uh, That's not cool. music music purists out there. I don't know what it is, but uh Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's the thing that a lot of artists have to deal with. I think whether when you do especially covers and stuff like that, whether you you go like note for note what what they're playing or make it your own, that mm-hmm. that's something you got to ask yourself and I I think for for better or for worse what whatever you decide is is uh is apt and um you know I, I i don't have a problem with people playing different differently with a cover song or making yeah. it their own I, I think it's it's cool i think it's it's good to mm-hmm. um to diversify you know exactly. what you're hearing it, yeah it, music is so subjective too yeah I, I couldn't stand to listen to the same thing over and over again yeah. anyway <laughs> but yeah. um but that's just me i don't know some people like to listen to you know this new country I, they got out like every day <laughs> I'll piggy- piggyback on that, uh, you know, talking about listening. You don't want to listen to the same thing over and over and over again. I feel like that's one of the blessings of being a musician is that, and, and going out to open mic scenes is that we get to listen to so many, so much different music that you would only ever hear if you did that. And there's really good stuff. Um, how, how has that been for you guys? What do you, how do you guys feel about all these different artists? Like for me, my diet of music became the local music. I, I kind of stopped listening to other stuff just because yeah. I was already listening to so much music by going out mm. um yeah. h- how's that experience been for you guys you, you guys have a lot of local people that you really enjoy listening to oh, yeah. That, yeah, sure. yeah definitely yeah. uh i am i go to the open mic at tommy condon's <clears throat> most monday nights uh and i love playing there and i love hearing everybody that plays there uh chris tidstrom i'm gonna shout him out he's yeah. so talented and like i just i look forward to listening to his music like all the time and so he's super good. Um, who else, Riley? Oh, we love Jeep White. Jeep White. Jeep White. Yes. He rocks. He writes some good songs. Oh yeah, he's I listen. Yeah, he just had a new album come out like what a couple yeah. months ago or something like that. His, I love uh, when like local people have their music on uh, streaming platforms, so I can and they play it at open mic and be like, oh my god, that's a good song, and then I can go listen to it, and it's awesome. Yeah, listen to them. We'll listen to uh, 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 Tim. Oh, a little yeah. bit, Tim Falvey. Uncle Tim's no, he was He was just on here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's got a lot of good stuff. He's really um, cool. We listen to, uh, oh, Tom Kenny. Tom yeah. Kenny. He's, he's got some stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah he, he's, he's got a lot of blues stuff. He's, he's, he's blues through and through. He, he's the one yeah. who gave me uh, my harmonica, my first harmonica set. He, 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 he was cleaning out like a bunch of his old harmonicas and stuff, and that, that's how I got hooked on. He's... He said, would you be interested in taking some of these? Like, sure, yeah. Man. Not a bad guy to get some harmonicas from. Heck yeah. no. He's, he's like the best guy you could get it yeah. from. I mean, he he plays everything from like blues to old rock and Dylan, which I which I really love hearing too, because he, he plays a, a couple a couple of D- Dylan covers, but he, he gave the, the harmonicas to me, and I, I just picked it up right away, and uh, it, it, it slowly progressed to where I could play the guitar and um, – and play the harmonica at the same time, which took a while. But I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing, playing the harmonica. And it, it, it's not an easy instrument. People think it's easy. You just blow, blow into a certain hole. But you, you need a, you need some breath power, buddy. I mean, you need to, <laughs> you need to be ready to, um, you know, move around the, around the harp a bit if you want to get good at it. Yeah. But, if you want to get uh, good, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's, there's a, it's like, I guess a lot of things. But you can, you can take it so. You know, you can take it so far. Oh, yeah. What what people can do with like great players with harmonicas, it's insane. Like, oh yeah, some of the sounds that come out of uh, out of this thing, and some some of these players they use like effects too. 
I've seen some harmonica players that that uh, you know use some effects through a microphone or whatever, and it's they can make some pretty amazing sounds. Mm-hmm. But oh, I, yeah. but I also I just I just like to shout out because I started playing harmonica like three years ago or something like that. Just yeah. picked it up, and it almost immediately benefited my songs. Yeah, for because sure. you the, the amazing thing about harmonica is one, it fits in your pocket, <laughs> and then two, when you blow through it, you get good notes. <laughs> That's right. So, it, it, like especially for solo acoustic players, I feel like it's really nice just to have uh, harmonica available because. Like that's why I just carry a D harmonica around on a one of those things you put around your neck because yeah. it's just it's a nice new sound that you can break up the rest of your sound with from time to time throughout your set. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. And it just sound, they sound really good. So yeah. I, um so I I just like to encourage anybody that ever wants to play if you want to play an instrument, harmonica is a pretty great instrument to get started on because yeah. you can pick it up as long as you know what key the people are playing in, yeah. you can blow and you and, and you can contribute something positive to the group. Um, yeah, you know from day one. Um, but then if you want to get you know really really good and, and smart with what you're doing, you can spend the rest. You can yeah. develop it for years. <laughs> Sky's the mm-hmm. limit. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I need to pick up the one you gave me for my birthday. Yeah, last I, year. Yeah, I got one. I, I got a. Of all of all the keys, I got her a C sharp because I think that's her favorite key. I it got her a C sharp <laughs> or D flat. Nice. Uh, if you're a uh, flat or a sharp person out there, mm. but uh, <laughs> I I got her one of those and one of the neck things to hold it, and uh, she yeah. she picked it up like twice. Uh, it's been it's been a few <laughs> more times than that. It's it's a really difficult instrument. People underestimate it. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I do like I do write a lot with harmonica in mind. Like uh, one of my newer new songs one. uh it's called please don't go i wrote it and i was like this would be cool to add some harmonica on but i haven't i'm not good at good enough at playing the harmonica with it yet so um maybe you, you might underestimate yourself because uh mm-hmm. i i couldn't play for a lick and i took it out uh on like week one or something i played a uh, christmas party with the harmonica and i got people coming oh, the harp- harmonica sounds great i was like <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't uh, I feel like you, well, one when you play a lot of gigs and you, you've talked about it, people aren't some sometimes people aren't listening so closely, so you can kind of get away with a lot. Yeah. And uh, if it, even if it's not perfectly clean, you can still contribute. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, that's uh, a good point. You talked about uh, a song that you were learning. You're playing with a harmonica, but mm-hmm. we don't have a harmonica today. Is that a song you would care to play, or do you yeah. guys have another one in mind? Or? I'm I'm very proud of that song. I would love to play it. Yeah. Should we go ahead? And Let's do, that? do it. Sick. In her favorite key. My favorite key. C sharp. C sharp. Neighborhood C sharp. (laughs) Alright, this one's called Please Don't Go. Stay, but I'm 
Nice, you guys. Thank you. You guys Thanks. sound really, really good. Thank you. You guys, it. it's it's so clean. And Holland, you have a great voice. Your voice, Aww. it's so, it's so, it's so, <laughs> it's just really good. It's Thanks. so you. <laughs> the um, I'm thinking we got a, a decent little viewership right now. Um, do you guys want to just want to play, keep playing some songs? Okay. Or you guys want? Mm -hmm. I, I think maybe we could take a break from talking a little bit and just do a little bit of a concert. Yeah. Um, but show. Cool. What do you want to play one? You want to play one? Uh, what do you want to play? Hmm. Can we do covers? Can we do a cover? For sure. Yeah. Right. I'll do this one uh, by Maisie Peters. Yeah. I love this song. <clears throat> this one's called Wendy. Like Peter Pan, right? Yeah. Yeah.
you guys i'm gonna throw this little applause on on there <laughs> oh thank you thank you, cool, thank you. <laughs> nice um i saw i think my cousin hannah shout out bobcat is watching and yeah. i saw her comment pop up on the screen yeah, she requested uh one of my songs called fine uh, yeah. it's actually uh my latest single that i just put out last month 
Um, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, all the, YouTube. We made a video for it, a studio video. It's pretty cool. Um, all right, you want to play fine? And then I'll, I'll let you play. We can That's fine, fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just one second. <clears throat> Should I tell the story about how I wrote the song? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I started writing this song last year. Um, and I got like the first verse and chorus done and I showed it to Riley cause he's like my music confidant. Like I, I played like all my stuff for him first. Um, and I played what I had for him. He was like, it's all right. Like, it's like not your best, but it's fine. Whatever. I was in a, in a bad mood that day. <laughs> anyway, so I was like word and I didn't do anything with it. And it wasn't until, um, like, June of this year, I think, that I was just, like, scrolling through my notes app on my phone of just, like, all the songs that I haven't finished. Um, and I found this this one again. And I was like, why didn't I finish that song? Like, I, I kind of like it. So I, I wrote the rest of it, and then I ended up recording it, like, the next month. So. And to be clear, it's one of my favorite songs now. That's mm-hmm. true. So <laughs> I love this song. All right, this one's called Fine.
Very nice, you guys. Thank you. Well, I'm, I've had so many different things popping around in my head when, when uh, I was listening to that song. But why don't we just uh, start about, talk, you could talk a little about the recording process. Yeah. Um, I can piggyback on a little bit, but what we were talking about, about, don't mean to bring this up again, but Raleigh didn't like it the first time he heard it or whatever. <laughs> but like, yeah. that, um, you know, sometimes, uh, well, so- sometimes songs in their infancy, you just can't hear, it's very hard to hear their potential. Yeah, and for sure. There's that. And then also sometimes it's just hearing them in a different context as like as you start to add new instrumentation. So when you hear it more in the studio, like some songs like that performance sounded sounded really good. So it clearly works as an acoustic song. So uh, I don't know. I I wasn't there when you played for for, for, for Riley, but might have been on the keyboard. I tell you, she she must have pissed me off or something that day because this is a hell of a good song. Um, But like uh, sometimes if you hear it in different instrumentation, like some songs they don't really, it, they kind of have to be reimagined to work as an acoustic song. You kind of where I'm going. When, when you hear it, uh, the studio version sounds, sounds really good, and, it, and it's like you can hear a lot more about what's there in the song, mm-hmm. in the studio version. Yeah. And uh, so maybe you could just talk a little bit about what that experience was like. I know you worked with the uh, local studio, Matt Tooten. Matt yeah. You know? I forget, uh, and what's his what's the name of the studio? Um, he, the lab. The lab. Yeah. And uh, and and there and he helped with some of the instrumentation. I think is uh-huh. what, what I gathered. But yes. yeah, maybe you can just talk a little bit about what that process was like, how that sure. song developed, um, mm-hmm. that kind of yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt produced it, um, and I told him from the beginning. So I wrote the song. I think I started it on guitar, but then I finished it on piano. So and I I loved it on piano, and I was like, I want this to be a piano song. So you'll hear like a piano um, throughout the whole song um, on the studio version. And we actually used uh, like a felt piano, um, except like, so a felt piano is really cool. It's where you like tie felt around like the strings of the piano. So it gives like a warm, like muted sound. Mm -hmm. And um, we did not use felt though. We used just like a piece of fabric just covering the strings. Um, And so it kind of has the same effect. And I I think it's beautiful. It's really cool. there's piano there's also guitar and then it's really cool because we got Matt um he's singing the harmonies um on the last two choruses and um it's yeah awesome and I'm really proud of how that song came out I'm I'm proud too yes like I said it's a hell of a song and I'm it's definitely one of my favorites of hers, and she's she's got some good ones and I'm just I'm excited for what what else she's got because I I just think it's nothing but up from here because she is so talented as a songwriter. And I mean, I thought her her, her first stuff she came out with is, was good, but now it's just like, wow, it's sometimes it's like mind-blowing. And uh, uh, <laughs> I think you, she, she sent me like, uh, I don't know if I should say this or not, but I, I've, uh, she sent me like one of the recordings or takes of, of the fine, and, and she was like, you know, just look for anything, like ideas and stuff you want to add or anything and about I listened to it like 10 times or whatever. I just pulled over to the side of the road. I was just sobbing. I was just like, I was crying sure. so much. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this song is just, oh my gosh. I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and it, it was just beautiful. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely glad about the way it uh, it came out. Thanks, pal. That's the best, isn't it? A good sob? Yeah. yeah I, sometimes you got to sob it out. I don't yeah, know. man. Oh, yeah. When, uh, there was a... A couple times. There was a song I wrote uh, called "Found Myself Again," that uh, I wrote it in California after kind of a, a period of time. I wrote uh, I wrote a song called "Beautiful Frankenstein," which is kind of a, a song about 
like, I guess not being very happy with yourself on some level, uh, like being lost in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, kind of hard to describe exactly, but but we can leave it at that. And then if you can imagine then writing a song, um, and it was just it was genuine. It just came out of me, you know. And then yeah. and then to have that song come along of finding finding myself again, and the song kind of the chorus is like. I found myself again. I, I love myself again. I'm proud of myself again. And like to realize these, I, at least I thought, I think these are genuine words that are coming out of me. Um, it's like it was, I was just so happy. And I was just listening to that for like a week, just crying. <laughs> it was, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. Wow. I, I just, lo- I just love it, man. I, just, I don't know. I, I relate. It's, it feels great. Like, cause it's so, it's like such a deep, sometimes, you're so overwhelmed, yeah? Yeah, By, yeah. That it's just, oh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, it's amazing. Let me throw this out. The, this is kind of jumping tracks, but when I, and this has, your song, Fine, and you said, God, how I miss how it feels to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I was just experiencing this and thinking this, um, that I maybe don't relate to the song as much in, as in a relationship, although mm-hmm. I'm sure I could, um, but um, I was just thinking I feel that way about COVID. <laughs> Like, um, because uh, it feels like things changed a lot during mm-hmm. that time where, like, everybody started wearing masks. Like, at first, nobody wanted to wear a mask. It's You're yeah. foolish, and then now everyone's doing it, and you're foolish if you're not doing it. Yeah. And then, yeah. and I remembered, like, and I've sa- I think I've said this on a stream before, but there, I, I uh, like, literally this year, I was playing pickup basketball, and I just went and without thinking about it, drank from a water fountain. I was like... I haven't done that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and and it, and I feel like maybe to some level I didn't even really understand like my system was a little bit in shock or something like um, um, I, I, just just ways that maybe the world our worlds kind of got shaken up a bit and weren't yeah. the same anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, so I don't know that <laughs> that's a different wavelength, uh-huh. but you know sometimes songs inspire things in different in different ways. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I remember at Coastal when, ev- when they started like saying, okay, you don't have to wear masks anymore and looking at people's face like, that's what you look like? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know, but uh, it, it, it was definitely uh, crazy times, yeah. crazy times with the masks and COVID and everything. It was just, I don't know, it, it definitely felt for a period like, wow, are we ever going to get back to like a normal or whatever? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we're we're getting a little bit closer. I think we've gotten pretty pretty close back to normal but uh you know it, it's still kind of like you know doesn't it still doesn't feel feel right it's it thinks i don't know if things will ever feel exactly like they were but you know i guess uh that's that's how it is but but anyway we uh we've been playing a lot of music since covid though yeah, yeah. Like we've gotten a lot of good music, music on the out of it i guess i don't know yeah on the tail end uh, of covid it seemed like opportunity just exploded no mm-hmm. uh, was that yeah was it a lot like that for you guys yeah for sure did you how, how much do you think you guys played in that that year like 2000 or 2020 or 2021 whatever it mm-hmm. was were you guys out a lot you think uh 2021 was one of my biggest years um so that was pretty cool were you, were you playing with me then i might have been just starting but i think we most if, most if not all of our gigs were outside i'm pretty sure oh, yeah uh, I guess so people didn't have to, you know, be indoors and, and wear masks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, we, we played outside. We went to, uh, where we go to? We went to McClellanville. Yeah, up in, we played uh, at the Bent Rod. The Bent Rod was a nice year. spot. Nice. Um, we went to, what else did we go to? I can't. 
It's been so it's been long. It's been so long now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, we we played at a few spots uh, over over that year and stuff yeah. like that. But uh, I think we played at Southern Roots a lot too. Yeah, a lot of open open mic stuff. And uh, <laughs> I remember like Chris having to change like the he would always wipe down the yeah. he still wipe does down. That. He still does yeah. that, I, I think. But uh, it was so funny. He would like. <laughs> make that little noise and something like that. It's probably a good habit because the microphones do get, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so many people coming in and out, you yeah. know. Yep. And, uh, yeah. it, it, I, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. But um, yeah. It, it was just funny, you know, mm-hmm. hear, hearing that noise out of it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, we, we, we've definitely, uh, we started with probably, what, three or four spots we played that year. And then we, we, we just, brand, we keep branching out to, try to play at new spots and we're still mm-hmm. doing that and we're we're gonna keep doing that but um it, it's it's definitely been a journey do you have any spots that you you play on a regular basis or pl- spots you play more more than others yeah we played the mills house uh quite a bit okay and i love playing there everyone's yeah. so nice there Where where's that at it's downtown, downtown it's a it's a hotel we play at the iron rose which is like the little bar restaurant inside the hotel it's and really nice it's open, open to public yeah it is yeah. Yeah. Um, what time? When do you guys usually play there? What what hours? Oh, uh, we used to be like Sunday, Sunday brunch. Um, yeah. Lately, we've been playing more Friday nights. Um, okay. So like six to nine on a Friday. Okay. Yeah. yeah Thursday, Friday. People see your yeah. schedule there at uh, HollandBell.com. Yes, they can. Okay. Cool. Um, what about sure. what about some other? Maybe we can talk about a few other venues where maybe people can come see you. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we're playing it tomorrow. Actually, we're playing it slightly north abroad downtown. Um, that's a really nice place to play. Um, yeah, quaint, quaint little place. I love playing at Snob. It's yep. a little tight, but we, we love it. People love it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a great place to play downtown. Yeah, for sure. Very, really very, enjoy it. Very good place. Um, we yeah. out regularly. Um, um, we were playing a lot um, over the summer at Wando River Grill yeah. in Mount Pleasant, and that's, that's a, it's such a nice place to play. It's right on the water, yep. and... Um, it was usually like the time of day we'd play was like later, so it wasn't like super hot, and there was like a nice breeze from being right by the water, so it was just a good place to play. You think you'll be playing there a, a bit again next year? I hope so. Yeah. I, if yeah. they if they do music, I'm hoping that we can get back out there. Yeah, they should do that. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a really good fit. No, mm-hmm. it, it just seems like a really yeah, good fit. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, I got a good question for you guys. Um, do you guys get bitten, eaten alive by those gnats when when you're playing? If you, you get the experience when you're playing outside, yeah. and you know. Like you're gonna have to keep strumming. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking that's, about. That's that's the struggle. <laughs> the hard part is to keep going because you yeah. want to like. You just want to get stop out of here. And, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's bad. But this is music, and you got to make it musical. You got to keep, keep it going, it going right? Yeah. That's, that's we quick. we bring fans to our gigs during the summer times, which helps to an extent. Okay, yeah, yeah I could see that. Um, but still, yeah, they just yeah. Yeah. And ev- even then, you try to like wear like like longer pants and stuff like that yeah, get from cool. your legs and stuff, but they still find a way to get in yeah. your hair and yeah. mm-hmm. your beard if you got one and uh, yep. everything else. But, um, but yeah, we, <laughs> I think the, we, we had, we might've had like one or two gigs that played outside that have been really hot. But I tell you what, if we didn't have fans, I don't know how we would would have gotten through it during oh, the summer. Yeah. Oh, some of this, man, I didn't have as much, to be honest. There, there was a stretch this year where I didn't work as much, and I was grateful, to be honest, because the, it got, I think it was this year where it got just really, really hot. My, it was wasn't triple digits. That was yeah. nuts, man. I, fe- I, I was feeling for people that were out there in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That must have been tough. It was really yeah. tough. We actually, yeah. one of our gigs even got canceled because they were like, it's, it's too, too hot, hot outside. So yeah, yeah. I bought a I bought a canopy this year for that reason because I mm-hmm. I had one gig where my gear was literally melting or it was like on I thought it was on the verge of melting. Some mm-hmm. of it was just so hot. Yeah. I was like, this can't be like it's got to be. I'm risking my gear right now with yeah, how hot it is. For sure. The bridge on my guitar popped off this summer actually because oh, it melted. Wow. The glue melted mm. and yeah. But uh, yeah, I've never had that happen before. Oh, that sucks. No, the heat. Yeah, these are the for for any any non musicians out there that are listening. These are some of the things that you know. I mean, I guess everyone we're not roofers and we're not uh, working in the attic like a, there was somebody uh, and a, a rental I, I was living in years back that these guys that get up in the attics. And it gets like into the 130s and 140s and stuff uh-huh. in those attics. We're not roofing and we're not in the attics. But those bugs, man, that's, yeah. that's like a nuisance that I just feel like nobody probably has any idea that we, that we are dealing with, you know? And uh, yeah. you just don't even realize. When you go into music, you don't think you're gonna be, that's going to be an issue. Yep. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I even remember dealing with it like when I played football, when I was even like little up to high school and everything. And we'd our legs would be showing and every now and then you you look at somebody's legs it's just covered mm. covered with gnats or whatever you can't even see their skin it, it was crazy but yeah you're the gnats to, can get bad here you're trying <laughs> to be emotional and getting your song and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like exactly. get out of here but, i had a a wasp landed on my microphone mm. at awanda green it was just like it would just fly around here, and then it just kept coming right to me and flying in my face, and then oh, no. would land on my microphone. I'm like, Does anybody see this? Oh my gosh! <laughs> but anyway, help. Yeah. I need somebody help. Yeah, mm. yeah. Bugs are a problem. Uh, all right, um, I need I need some help pivoting from the bug from the bug <laughs> bug topic. I don't, I'm, I I didn't I don't have a segue from there. Uh, I, I, you want me to play a song? You want to play a song? I'll play a song. Uh, cool. I guess we're going to... This is where we trade instruments. Sweet. Uh, what are you starting with? Um, anything in particular you want to hear? Mm. Oh, I can do... Uh, wait a second. We'll do what we did. Practice earlier. I'm going to get my harmonica out. Cool. Sweet. And this is a, I love playing harmonic on this one. I don't oh, know if you guys saw, but Jig, Jig Wiggler popped in. I think he's gone now, but just wanted to let you guys know. I don't know if he, maybe he's still there, but. Okay. I think I saw, didn't Jig play at um, the Southern Songwriter Festival earlier this yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. He rocks. I don't know if how familiar you guys are, are with Jig. Yeah, I saw him there. That's where I saw him first too. Oh, at, cool. uh, at the uh or actually I saw him for the like a promo thing that was for the Edisto Blackwater Boogie. They had like a little thing that they set up in front of uh the art center thing in uh okay. in Somerville. Cool. Which one is this? Gotta get my pick. Uh this is uh this is one of Holland favorite tunes. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I play because I I've been listening to a lot of Neil Young over the summer, and I got—I probably got two records of his. I got um, the Harvest record, and then the one either right before it or after it, uh, after the Gold Rush. But I, I've been listening to him a lot, and every time, I don't, she can't stand his voice. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I—I I love him. I, ever since I listened to him, I heard—I've heard about Neil Young, and I was like, I was kind of interested, so I started listening to him, and and he—he he has some great tunes, and I just—I love—I love his stuff, and uh, this is. 
this is the one I probably play out the most. Uh, I play a couple of his songs, but this is this is probably his his uh, most well known. Uh, this is Heart of Gold. Wait, I need to check if my harmonica's on. I'll get through like a song, and there's like a harmonica solo in it, and it's backwards, and I and I can't flip it, you know. <laughs> so and it's like, well, there goes the solo. I can't go. I can't find my way up here. So, uh, all right. tune and uh that is one of your favorites isn't it yep yep My sure is <laughs> what, 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 i like your version better oh thank you this is kind of a classic question what what uh, percentage covers versus originals do you, do you guys 
think you typically play at like a three hour gig? She plays the most originals. Probably, um, maybe like about a quarter of my set is originals. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, 30, 40% almost. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, 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 we take cut, we take, uh, requests and we try to play as much as we can. But, uh, you know, if if we don't know, we're, we're, we're not bold enough to attempt it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Sure. But, um, yeah, I would, I would say so. I, I play my original, or I have a few originals, but not, some of them aren't like ready to play out. Plus, I think the the most recent ones I have, and the most I have, are on the keyboard, and uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a um, hard to take it out, you know, places yeah. and because uh, of the space. And some some places we play are very tight spaces, and sometimes it's an open space. But uh, for the for the most part, we just keep these. And I think that's that's one of the things I'm I'm trying to work on is uh. I guess translating uh, what I have from um, the keyboard sure. to here. It, it, when I when I play my originals out, when I get when I get around to that, and um, yeah, but um, it's mm-hmm. it's something. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have any particular strategy with how you pick covers? You just kind of pick ones that you guys like, or we we just yeah. I think we just play what we just, like. Just yeah. playing what we like. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the way that it feels the most fun for us. So yeah. I think that's a good way to keep it. I don't think you can go wrong, too wrong with uh, making keeping it fun for yourself. Yeah. Because if you're having fun, the audience is probably gonna have fun too. They're gonna, at least they're gonna feel that. Yeah. You know? yeah. And if you're not having fun, <laughs> the audience feels that too. And so it's just better. It, and it also just sucks to not be having fun while you're playing a gig. Yeah. So um, it's just a, usually a win-win to to have fun. I've tried to pick songs that like like I learned La Bamba, for example. Uh, you know, you guys yeah, know that I one? Heard, I heard yeah. you play that at Stone's Throw. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. <laughs> so like, it's got that riff, you know, bum 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 bum. It's just, it's such like, um, there are some songs kind of like that. Another one for me is Footloose. And yeah, my, yeah. If uh, any of my bandmates are listening, or um, I, I know there are people that I play with that can't stand those songs anymore because I play, I play them every time. But like, or any 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 opportunity I get to play them, I'll take them because. I just feel like there are certain songs where if you if you have that riff in the ba- in your back pocket, it's uh-huh. just a nice tool to have. Because <laughs> sure. like if if you ever get those like that audience that's like, uh, you know, they're ready to dance or they're they're looking to dance, then yeah. that La Bamba, like people will take that. And it, when when they hear that, I don't even feel like I have to play it that well. You know, <laughs> they hear it and they're and they're happy. <laughs> you know, they're happy. Yeah. To, they're like, yeah, La Bamba, we know La Bamba, sure. and then they're ready to go. Yeah, um, I don't. I feel like, and then Footloose, whatever that. Yeah, yeah. Super easy, just like a a flat to a little riff. That's it. Yeah. And uh, but it's memorable and um and it just feels good, you know. And it, and so yeah, yeah. I feel like um I've tried I've tried to pick some songs like that, and I've found that even if I didn't necessarily like the song at the beginning, they're so helpful at the gigs that I end up really liking them because they're, yeah. they're, yeah. they're just useful. Mm-hmm, definitely. Oh. I feel that way about when you play Sweet Caroline. Everybody yeah. loves that song. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, right? It's mo- yeah. If you don't know that, you must have been born under a rock or something. I don't know. But it, yeah. it's definitely a lot more fun when people sing along to it. And sometimes I'm every now and then I'll just be singing by myself and nobody goes, bah, bah, bah. but it, it, it is whatever. But, uh, Def- I feel I feel like a lot of especially like older songs they they kind of th- I don't know if they thought about it while they were writing it but they I think they made a lot of their songs for people to dance to especially like 
I even listened to um, like big band stuff, like old like classic jazz, Frank Sinatra, old stuff like Tommy Dorsey, Benny Goodman, stuff like that. And I, I, I got a record for that. It's like, man, this this is some some good stuff. But a lot a lot of that music was people to dance to and stuff like that. Unless they bring like a vocalist out and then people would sing to it. But a lot a lot of that instrumental stuff. It, with that that rhythm people remember that rhythm and and sometimes a melody and it, it just sticks with you and i i think that's it's great if a lot yeah. of people like it you know can and sing yeah. and dance to it something mm -hmm. you know on some level that's what we're there for i, I just feel, you know i feel like uh that i mean that's you're on a stage with people in the audience we're kind of there as much as it, we want to have a good experience too we're, we're being paid because it means something to the people that are there um, we're not just getting paid because people want us to have money. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> they, they, they want, they want, uh, there, there's a reason, you know? And, um, so yeah, I feel, I feel like those, anything that you can do to, to try to figure out how you can give something that you know that your audience is, is going to appreciate is, is nice. Is there, um, are there any songs that you would refuse to play? Like, um, um, uh, well, I yeah. wouldn't refuse to play this song unless I had a keyboard, but I have had a couple people since they've seen me, you know, wearing a harmonica, they'll, they'll yell, Piano Man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I do it on a keyboard, but okay. I, I feel like it's sacrilege on a guitar. Sure. I, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I could, I could like, play it on the keyboard and stuff like that, but I, I can't do it on a guitar. Yeah. Just, it doesn't Long feel instrument. right. Yeah. What about, like, uh, Don't Stop Believing? Would you guys cover that song? Yeah, I mean, you I could, I love that song. Yeah, it's a good she song. She could probably sing it. It's a little bit high for me, but I, I yeah. mean, the chord progression just stays the same throughout. I'm pretty sure. It's, yeah. And I, I, I've been, yeah. No one's requested that yet, though. No, nobody's yeah. requested it, but we could definitely do it. Yeah, that'd yeah. like. be fun. You I know the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I f I f we'll have to try it sometime. I don't know if we want to try it now. But I feel like maybe, I guess part of where the question's coming from is there are some songs that people feel like like musicians maybe feel like they're overplayed, you know, or they they can't they're not going to be another musician that does this song or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't feel that way, but I was just curious. Like I feel uh -huh. like if it's a good if people like the song, then it's then you know I I don't know I'll play yeah. it. You yeah, know? I, sure. I, I think um, it was a uh, Willie Nelson who said if if a song was good once it's always a good yeah. song. So I know. like that. I go with that. Yeah. But mm -hmm. uh, I I tend to agree with that too. But I mean it. it I, I don't know what to say. It's just you know I I love to play the music I like and if people happen to you know like it as well then that's that's all the better and uh, I I hope people do like it and uh, find something in it that they can. Uh, cling to or something like that i don't yeah. know how you feel about it yeah, but, that's um, right. but yeah we just, we just love playing good music and uh whether it be whatever genre country classic rock pop what whatever it is a lot <clears throat> i know i'm i'm an old soul I, yeah. I play a lot of classic rock classic country stuff like that but she she can play just about everything too i feel like that's one thing also that uh, is really good about us like we always ha we have something for everybody you know he plays lots of like older covers I play lots of like more modern stuff and original music and um, so yeah I think that's really cool too if you have uh, well let me ask um, sometimes like too if you like I, I started covering um, Aretha Franklin respect R-E-S-P R-E-S-P-E-C-T it's a nice yeah. song and when I, I I didn't for a long time I never thought I would I, I probably couldn't do it I don't know it's just 
It doesn't seem like it's something I would I would be able to do. <laughs> um, but then I, when I started playing it, it like clicked immediately, and I do it very different, but it really works for me. Because you're just singing about respect, you know, and and as long as you just uh, you, you just got to kind of get into that frame of mind, and then it's it, it's fun. So yeah. it, sometimes there's songs, you know, from different genres that when you might not think like they would fit your style, and then mm-hmm. you you learn them and they do. Yeah, 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 for sure. Let me ask you a question. Um, uh, how how has have you seen any like as the evolution of your your songwriting? Have you gone through like it, it, when is there any has there ever has there been any kind of shifts? in how you write songs mm-hmm. or has it is it generally like you kind of get a feeling and then do you ever yeah, maybe you could just talk a little bit about how you write a song and what where the inspiration comes from is it you, is it sometimes you just get an idea and you just kind of want to run with it is it a deep inspiration that comes from you yes sure um so yeah i've been writing songs for a long time and when i was younger like when i was like 12 like very early i wrote a lot of songs about like love and like relationships but I'd never like experienced that at all it was just kind of just me making up you know whatever like fictional stuff and so now that's shifted to where I'm able to since I've gotten older I'm able to use like more of my real experiences and real emotions in my music which is pretty cool and um as far as like the way that like I start writing a song I'm I'm not sure I feel like inspiration just hits me out of nowhere sometimes I don't ever, like, sit down uh, with the intention to write a song, like, if I'm writing by myself. If I'm writing with other people, then, like, obviously I know I'm going to write a song. But when I'm just by myself, I don't sit down with the intention of writing a song because I feel like, for me, like, I just can't get anything good that way. Um, So songwriting happens very spontaneously for me. Um, I feel like I just like receive ideas like I'll just hear like one line in my brain and then be like oh is that a song and so I just go run to my guitar and like write down whatever and then just build a song around that um, yeah so have you um have, have you ever thought about writing a song like have you ever thought about maybe like different audiences this is, this is like a new wavelength for me um, but writing songs when you think about like all the different audiences that you play for, if um, like I'm trying to think about ways that I might be able to write a song that's specifically for the audiences that I actually play for, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just feel like that'd be a, an interesting. W- I, it's it's kind of tough. I can't really wrap my head around that. Yeah, you know? there's a lot of different places, but yeah, um, might be an interesting thing to think about because if like you could figure that out, it's gonna be a nice song for for Charleston. I feel like one song that I wrote, um, I kind of wrote like that. Um, I have a song called Outlaw. Okay. It's very, like, not something that I would have, I would have written just, like, spontaneously, I guess. But, um, my mom had been asking me to write, these are her words. She was like, you need to write a kick-ass country song. And I was like, I mean, I don't know. But then I did, and it's called Outlaw. (laughs) And so I guess I wrote that song with, like, the audience of, People who want to hear country music. Um, so yeah. You want to play it? Should we? We're talking about that's it. It's a, a pretty good intro. Yeah. <laughs> We've been talking. You don't about have to. It. You don't have to. But that, that, this, uh, we we could just pivot. We could just say, cool. just post it anywhere online. I mean, because <laughs> if it's not, we that's could just true. be like, eh, well. It is. Do you have my pick? Okay. I'll play it. It's a good song. Let's see. <laughs> 
you don't have to. I mean, we could we could tell everybody. I'm sorry, but it's up to you. Um, no, it's we a could fun. Bait switch. It's a fun one to play. Oh. We'll do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. This one's outlaw. So let's see. I, I had like four different angles that I was going to go on the, <laughs> off, off the tail end of that. So um, that, that's got some attitude. Yeah. That song has some attitude. And it's, um, it's got some, um, some spunk. <laughs> it's got um, it's, um, 
I, I love the uh-huh. There's it's just sometimes it's simple lyrics, yeah. but it's just it's the yeah. deliver it's the delivery in it. It's sure. just there's something really cool about it's <laughs> it's chill, but it's it it means something. Uh, um I think okay, one one angle is sometimes <clears throat> how many other songs do you think you've written that are like this at all? Uh less than one. Less than one. <laughs> so this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So sometimes I feel like you like it's cool that your mom said, "Hey, write a song like this," because mm-hmm. then it, it causes you to branch out in this direction. Yeah. But maybe it even teaches you some about your own self. Yeah. No. For sure. Because I, I feel like sometimes music can be a, a, a we're on a journey of our own self discovery and mm-hmm. and even becoming more and more comfortable with our own selves. Yeah. Definitely. There's there's some like I I, I feel <laughs> like that is a song, I and I'm at least. I, I'm not an expert in Taylor Swift, okay, but I feel like that song is not Taylor Swift. I don't cool. know. That's just yeah. that's just what I what I feel. That song is is pretty well. Like I hear a lot of of you in that song. Um, I think I, I don't yeah. know. I'm speaking from not a lot of experience here, so I'm just. I think so. But it's just. Uh, I, I just. I think uh, sometimes there's songs that. Um, yeah, you just you you, you wrote this song, and there's a lot of great lines in this in this song too. It's Thank a. You. Um, I, I like it. I don't know. What do you What do you think about it? What was it like for you? Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's interesting. <clears throat> I don't really write in the country genre, um, like intentionally, super often. Um, but I do play like so many Casey Musgrave songs at my gigs. Um, that's and I play lots of country. Like I play Willie Nelson. Um, we play On the Road Again in one of his older songs. Yeah. Um, and I, I love playing country music. I always have. Um, I just, for, like, writing, I guess I haven't, I don't know. It's just not something that I just do. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. But anyway, this is one of my favorite songs to play, um, Outlaw. Yeah. Yeah, you should hear Tom, Tom Kenny play the harp on it, too. I was just uh, thinking, I wish he was here. He does a hell of a job. (laughs) Yeah, if he was here, it would have been something. But Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't gotten to the point where I can do it on the, playing the bass as well as he has because he he just he's he's been playing for so long you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. but uh anyway it it definitely a lot of i guess kind of country blues kind of influence yeah on that song and uh Mm -hmm. i love playing it when we play it it's fun it's a really fun song definitely is do you think are there any other songs that you've written that maybe aren't like this one but that you feel like branched out in a similar similar way that we're like in a a direction that you didn't anticipate writing in or just kind of surprised you or anything mm. like anything else like anything like that? I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like I might have some some B sides that I haven't played in years that I've forgotten about that might be kind of like that. Do you think there's anything that I play that's like not what you would expect? It's kinda from like me? a outlier. I don't know. I mean I, I thought like um Uh, uh, the one that got away was pretty, uh, yeah, pretty that's, out that's there. That's true. Um, I haven't played that one in years, mm. and I don't know why because it's a great you, song. That was that used to be one of your main ones, no? I like, think, that used, yeah, that used to be like a, a a one that you did in pretty much any set, no? Yep, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it, it was a it was a that's weird a, chord progression, and it was uh, that was a great song though. Yeah, I loved it, and I that was probably out there, but you, I, I. The thing is, I can't really place you in like a specific thing. You, you're genre, like a blend yeah. of like three or four different genres. That's what in, I think too. In one, you're probably a little bit of country, a little bit of pop, a little bit of rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think 
as of recently, you're turning into a little bit more rock. But mm. um, I think so too. But she's got pop influences, country influences. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just about <clears throat> just about everything. Let me ask this. So on this, I'm just really curious about this song. So, um, this song immediately I could hear a drummer. I feel mm-hmm. like the the outlaw would go great with some drums. Sure. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any ambition to pull together other musicians? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, we are we are okay. looking for uh, for bandmates. <laughs> okay. Drummer, lead guitar. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to put together a band, especially as I continue to release my original music. I think mm. it it's really important. Definitely one of my next steps is getting a band and playing band shows. Yeah, branch out, do some band shows would be would be great. Yeah. I think take even take her music to a another level. Yeah. Shouldn't be too hard. How, how much how much material do you guys have? Uh, we played like, uh, three hours straight. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you have? If you had to do four, you could do four. Oh yeah. We've we, done we four hour one before. Do you feel like you could do five or six? I wouldn't want to. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to either, and I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But um, if, if we if had, you had to, if sure. we had to, we could. You could. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I've got at least two hours worth of original music. Um, okay. Yeah. It's just nice yeah. to have those extras to pull from, you know, so you don't yeah. have to go through the same ones, you know, every single gig. Right. But also just sometimes, um, you know, one song's better than another in any given situation. Um, but yeah. But yeah. I feel like it shouldn't be too hard. I mean, so if you guys have this a solid library of, of already developed work, you just got to find find some the right people. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of players. Um, but um, but uh, but yeah, hopefully hopefully you can find. It's, I always feel like um, when I'm when I'm looking for players, I, it's a I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it because um, you you don't really know until you start working with somebody. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Right. For sure. And um, and so there's just that process. And uh, but um, but there's there's a lot of, of players that can do a, a good job. And since you guys already have the structure, is really already there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have a pretty well developed structure. So um, for a drummer, anyway. They kind of can just jump in. So if you can find a good person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, we're on the lookout. So yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> um, what what uh, this isn't exactly what I asked. What it asked, but um, what what is that song like when you're singing Outlaw? I'm just curious. How do how do you feel? Do you feel it? Conne- do you feel like that's you? You're connected to it. Do you feel like yeah? Yeah. For okay. Sure. Did you feel like that always from the beginning when you started singing it? I was a little bit yeah. nervous about playing it out. Um, for people because I was like, is this like too out there or is it like too on the nose for like the, like for what I wanted it to be? Um, but no, I think it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite songs to play and everyone loves it when I play it. So I think it's a cool song and it's, Thank you. I think it, um, I think too, some, one thing I think people want in us as musicians is leadership. I think in some ways we're leaders mm-hmm. and, um, I think that song has a lot of, like I said, fire. But I cool. think it, it it brings out like uh, a, a part of your personality that I think is just really good. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. So because I, I think that's that's one thing maybe we don't think about too much, but you know you're getting out on stages and you're playing and you don't. I don't know. We're just uh, bar musicians or or whatever. Sometimes we get we feel like we're background musician, yeah. musicians, but but the but we're the only ones on that stage, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. um, and we're we're demonstrating something in front of people, and the, and I think the more that we lead and we lead in good ways i think um you, you do that through your music you know people can they're hearing who you are 
and I, I just think that's a that's a cool one. So I don't know. Cool. Just run through that out. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. For sure. <laughs> um, um, I don't, I don't. Do you guys want to play another song? Yeah. We're at uh, we're at eight eight twenty eight. We can we can go all the way to nine. Um, um, but also if you guys if you if you guys we can we can go to nine or we do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. You want to play some? Yeah, I can play or some. Or do you want to play something together? Yeah, let's do something together. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I already got the G harp out. All right. You guys know this guy, Timothy Mason? He says he remembered when you started popping up at open mics about five years ago. Always mm-hmm. been very talented. You know Timothy? I don't, I um, don't, I feel bad. I don't remember. There's a lot of people at open mics, you know? Yeah. And this was from five years ago. But um, maybe if he we had see you, Timothy. On the yeah, maybe if he's on, on the T. <laughs> we, we might recognize yeah. him, you know? <laughs> Sorry, Timothy. Orange T. That's, that's cool. Oh, that's very nice. Thanks. Hope to see you at, a, yeah. at another open mic. Yeah. We'll look for you. Timothy Mason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, uh, cover of Creedence Clearwater Revival. This is uh, one, <clears throat> I, I first heard this song on uh, on the great movie, The Big Lebowski. And uh, the dude was driving down in, in his beat-up car, and he was listening to some Creedence in this song. And <laughs> it, it was so funny. He was, like, smoking a joint or whatever, and then he, like... <laughs> He like flicked it on his on his uh, lap or whatever. He was trying to drown it with beer or whatever, and then slammed into a car while this song was playing, and it just stuck in my head. <laughs> and I, I've been listening to Credence ever since. It, they, they're a hell of a band, and I I just love their music. But this is a <laughs> this is looking out my back door. Nice. Ready? Yeah. Got home from Illinois, locked the front door, oh boy. Got to sit down, take a rest on the porch. Imagination sets in, pretty soon I'm singing. Do, 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 looking out my back door. Giants doing cartwheels, a statue wearing high heels. Look at all the happy creatures dancing on the lawn. Dinosaur controller. Listening to Buck Owens Do, do, do Looking out my back door Tambourines and elephants Are playing in the band Won't you take a ride On the flying spoon Do, do, do A wondrous apparition Provided by magician Do, do, do Looking out my back door Are playing in the band Won't you take a ride On the flying spoon Do, do, do Bother me tomorrow Today I'll buy no sorrows Do, do, do Looking out my back door Illinois, lock the front door, oh boy. Look at all the happy 
the lawn Bother me tomorrow Today I'll buy no sorrows do, 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 Looking out my back door Yeah! <laughs> Looking out my back door Yeah Love it. I love the song. Holland, your harmonies sound awesome. I really, I really like your, har- your voice as a, uh, harmonies. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That sounds, your, both your voices together sound really nice. Cool. I love doing harmonies on that one. It's a fun one. So Credence, Clearwater good. Revival. Yep. Love some Credence. Uh-huh. We're kind of at our, at our peak viewership right now, so I don't know if you, if maybe you guys, uh-huh. guys want to play some songs. We can, we can do some conversation up to you guys. Mm-hmm. You want to play one of yours? Should I? You, I've been playing a lot. No. <laughs> you got the most originals and stuff. It's true. I'll I'll do this one. Um, do I really like you? Yeah, this is a uptempo one. Good one. <clears throat> All right, this is a song that I wrote. I don't really have a lot to say about it. It's called "I Really Like You." <laughs> Self-explanatory. Thanks, Holly.
I'm still thinking about you on the drive home. What the hell is going on? Now what am I supposed to do? Try to fight it, but it's true. I want to give it a, a. Let's see how this goes. No, that was that was not. I, I don't know. <laughs> let's try. I'm gonna try this one. No, let's just do this. We'll, we'll keep it with this. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The, I tried the horn. Um. Do you do you? Okay. Let's ask another question. Do you, you guys uh, have any? sort of vision or goals over the next couple of years do you kind of any anything where you would where you kind of like to be in two years something like that uh or do you even think like that oh my gosh i don't know that's really far away if i think too much (laughs) about the future i get so stressed out and so i i just usually don't do that but i would like to definitely have a band and be mostly playing um stuff with a full band because i think um I don't know. Just me writing original music. I just it's just one yeah. something I want to do is just play my stuff with a band. So And I, I think definitely getting more stuff out on um social media and yeah. updating the, the people out there, yep. you know, sure. weekly, you know, at least, you know, daily would be ideal. But um It's a task, man. It's yeah. a, it, it is it really is. It is. It's a job. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, job. It's not easy and uh keeping up with everything and uh getting everything out of the people and I guess taking more more stuff for like, you know, electronic press kits and stuff like that for, uh, you know, to send people and uh, definitely play more venues, mm-hmm. keep playing out tr- new, new venues even. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think I think we could get some band shows. I'd, that'd be that'd be that'd be pretty good. So, yeah, uh, yeah we get a band, more venues. Uh, more social media, uh, more videos and photos and stuff like that, and uh, putting music out there yeah, and for, for people sure. to hear. And uh, I think that's, I think that's, that's some good goals to have for two, I guess two years or so. But keep keep on keeping on is uh, what we're gonna do. I think that's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you just keep you keep you keep going and you just keep getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little smarter. You learn. That's right. Yep. Yep. And yeah. I'll be really excited to see you guys at band. Hopefully, you guys, uh, I, I'd love to see it just for my, for my own self, but uh-huh. also just to see yeah. um, where that takes you. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, it's sort of a, sort of a goal of mine. Um, and we got a request on there, by the way. I I see it. Yeah. Oh, um, um, <laughs> it's sort of a goal of mine. Like, you know, we talked, we mentioned earlier that, you know, we're talking about a percentage of uh, covers versus originals and that kind of thing. Like, um, some, people or some musicians or some there's some theories out there that you kind of if you, you you're either going to be a starving original artist or you're going to be a cover artist that's playing some maybe some weddings and stuff like that mm-hmm. but i really feel like 
if you're doing it well, you can get both. I think you can yeah, get both. Sure. And I yeah. and and so I don't see why you guys couldn't do that. And um, I, so I think it'd be really cool, like, because really at the end of the day, it's all about what are you contributing to the atmosphere. And um, I think you can do that with an original song. You can do that, and it's really more about who you are. I feel like it has such a huge huge part of it, and and the personality that you're bringing, how you're contributing to that space. Um, so anyway, I'd be really excited to see you guys as a band. Have you guys don't done uh, weddings at all? Is that something that you're interested mm-hmm. in at all? Or have we've never, we haven't done a wedding before. Well, not a wedding, but we've done like a wedding, like a rehearsal kind dinner, of like a party. But remember, like a, it was over in uh, what in Edisto? This is bad. I can't remember. Edisto? And it was raining, and we had to pack in all the gear and everything. We we played for. It wasn't at a wedding. But it was like a wedding, like after party. We played okay. like, like private that. parties before. Private, yeah. it, it might have been a private party. It might sure. not have been a wedding. <laughs> Maybe I just made that up. But that'd be great. Even <laughs> yeah, I, I think private parties. I mean, I, I just see. I feel like if you if you got to put a nice band together, there's mm-hmm. no reason why you can't you know crank uh, or, or, or rock a, a private party mm-hmm. and and yeah, play yeah. a bunch of originals. You know. Yeah. And I yeah. think and uh, yeah, so yeah, that'd be really cool. And I mean, then that's, then that's the best. You're uh-huh. doing exactly. Right, you get to do exactly what you're wanting to do. You get yeah. to see your vision come to life, and get to. And I think that that's here. It's it's, it's here if you if you want it. Yeah. Cool. I think, um, Thanks. Yeah. Want me to play play <clears throat> song? Should we? I don't know if I'm gonna sing the ghost, which is what Hannah wants me to play. Um, <laughs> she doesn't want to do it. Hannah. She did the ghost too many times. It, that's no? true. Yeah. <laughs> it, I've sung it so many times, and it, it's gotten to the point. It's kind of hard to sing now because um, I wrote it like. Um, like three years ago, mm-hmm. um, had a lot higher voice back then, apparently. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> do you want to play one? I'll play a song. Okay. I'm going to switch again. Switching. Go switch a route. Um, you want to, anything you want to hear in particular? Um, it was a nice request, though, Hannah. We do appreciate the request. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for watching, Bobcat. Yes. Um, do you want to do Arm on Fire? Yeah, this is uh, one. I'm also a confirmed uh, Bruce Springsteen addict. I listen to him like every day, and he's he's one of my uh, uh, musical heroes out there. So this is uh, this is one of his one of his well more well known songs too out there, but uh. This is I'm on fire.
time just like someone took a knife, baby, edgy and dull, and cut a six-inch valley through the middle of my skull. Well, at night I wake up with the sheets soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of my head. Only you can cool my desire. there on that falsetto yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> i always love it he, he does it in a couple of songs with strange thing he goes nice man oh my goodness <laughs> but uh i think the first the first people i ever uh, heard do like falsetto was the bgs and I, our parents yeah. showed us the bgs like a long time ago Tragedy. yeah <laughs> they've got the old um uh saturday night fever album like the old vinyl and uh well, they, I don't know if we were old enough to watch the movie or not, but they, they showed us the, uh, I guess, the, the songs on there and, and the Bee Gees, and we were just like, wow, what a, what a sound. And all, all, all of them were brothers, too, and they just sounded so great. And I, I just love their music, too. It's, I love some Bee Gees, but falsetto is a, it, it's a tricky thing. It's, uh, it's, it's not quite your uh, <laughs> chest voice, and it's not quite, like, nasal or anything, but you, got, you just got to find the right... Um, uh, placement and stuff like that and uh i know I, I worked a great deal with it and uh at coastal when i mm. when i had voice lessons and everything we we talk about you know falsetto and how how that can help our range and uh and our singing too and stuff like that and uh i've always i've always loved hearing it you know people do it too it's it's in a way it's it's, it's like thrilling too because it, it's like a it's a weird part. It's a weird yeah, no, part of the voice. Yeah. It's, it's so it, it's not natural, <laughs> but um, but man, it, it's something else. And I've always enjoyed, you know, listening to songs. I have that in it, and I know Springsteen has has in this in this path in this one and uh, a couple other ones too. But uh, anyway, I'll throw, I'll throw a, co- <laughs> a cover a cover. I, don't, I hesitate to call it a challenge, but but it kind of I guess it kind of it can be considered that I guess. But uh, it'd be kind of cool to hear you try. Uh, Kiss by Prince, if you know that song. Do you know that, oh, you know that one? <laughs> I, I, I've listened to Prince. I I, I, yeah. I don't know that song. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would I would I'm gonna listen to it right after this. I, and, I bet 
I bet you guys, I bet that one would work really well for you guys because it's yeah. like, it's kind of a curveball. Like people, it'll be it'll be different. Yeah. Honestly, so I, I learned it a while back, and when I first learned it, it was because it was part of somebody's set, and they picked it out for me. And I was joining them at a at a event or at a gig, and I had no idea. I, I had seen them do it with some that song with somebody else, and and I didn't think they were going to ask me to do it because it's like it's just a tough. <laughs> it's uh it's falsetto, so it's fal- yeah, yeah. it's falsetto. But it's like uh, it almost it made me almost feel uncomfortable just emotionally to sing it. Um, so yeah. I I don't know if you'll feel similarly, but um, it's just a unique it's a unique uh, singing one. And uh, <laughs> I, but, I, but I I think you'd I think you'd probably do really well with it. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. <laughs> I, I love Prince in 1989, uh, Purple Rain, stuff like that. Do you know that song, Holly? Which one? Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Do you think that? Do you think that, that he, Riley would do? Do you see that Riley, Riley at all? Sing, I do okay. Riley can sing, sing anything. anything. Okay. He can sing anything. Um, almost everything. Some things are. Uh, it's a little difficult with range and stuff. I can only go so high right now, but I, I plan on. Uh, I, I, I probably should sing every day. I don't sing every day, but I'm. I'm I think that's that's another goal that I'm going to have for two years. Sing every oh, day, wow. and uh, you know try to get improve my range and stuff like that so i can sing more more songs that i want to sing and stuff like that but um but yeah I, i'm definitely gonna yeah i'll listen to prince i'll listen to kiss and uh maybe i'll do it maybe you'll catch me one day just <laughs> singing at an open mic or something i don't know i'm not sure if holly is saying yes you should learn prince but i'll just say that's what she's saying <laughs> yes. she said yes so <laughs> um um well Maybe um, if you want to close this, cl- you guys can close this out on a on a song, or maybe um, yeah. we got we could we maybe even have time for two if you want. Um, do but you want to do one more? Yeah, we can do one more. And, okay. bef- and before we forget, we like to thank our mom and dad because uh, they've been supporting us for uh, forever and uh, letting us do our thing, and we we love them to death. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Shout out. Parents. Shout out, mom and pops. Um, <laughs> what you doing? Oh, are do we? Do uh, you can do boxing? We can do one together? Yeah, we, we usually... Uh, uh, do I need the harmonica? You want me to do the harmonica? Yes. Okay. Because we usually... Uh, oh, i got to take this all the way off. We usually end our gig, or my part of the gig. She she plays another set, but my end my part of the gig with uh, my favorite Simon and Garfunkel tune. This is... We, we end on the boxer. And I, the, the first time I uh, I heard this song was uh, at McCann's. Yeah, Joe Inella. Joe Inella was singing it, and I was just like, man, what a cool song. Yeah. And then I, I listened to the original recording, and I was like, wow, I, if I can play that, that'd be pretty damn cool. Okay, all right. This is right. this is the boxer. I am just a poor boy, though my story seldom told. I squandered my resistance for a pocket full of mumbles, such are promises. 
All lies and jest, still a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. When I left my home and my family, I was no more than a boy in the company of strangers, in the quiet of the railway station running scared. Laying low, seeking out the poorer quarters where the ragged people go, looking for the places only they would know. Lie, lie, lie. Lie, lie, Asking only workmen's wages, I come looking for a job, but I get no offers. Just to come on from the horse on Seventh Avenue. I do declare there were times when I was so lonesome I took some comfort there. La 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 la. Awesome, you guys. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Thank you. And, thank you for having us. For yes, sure. It was fun. That was uh, that was great. It's just it's awesome. It's awesome to get to listen to you guys, and it's, it's awesome. But like for me, I I mean, I get to listen to you guys in HD. I'm like uh, I'm I'm getting to hear it. I'm getting to hear it like so clean, like right into my head. It's awesome. <laughs> um, cool. Like uh, you know, that's that's a shout shout out to anybody. This is this is the this is actually. 
If you want to get free concert tickets, all you have to do is open a studio, and then and then people will come and play for you right here in your studio. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't life know. hack. Yeah, life hack. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Holland Bill and Riley Hills. Thank you guys for being here. You got hollandbill.com. Is there, maybe we can shout out one more time uh, any upcoming events? Um, yeah, we'll be at uh, slightly north of Broad, downtown yes. tomorrow night. And we're playing Saturday up in Myrtle Beach. So, Myrtle Beach Friends will be at Tyler Creek Brew House um, from five to eight. Five to eight. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Any any uh, writing in the, any recording that's kind of on the fringe? Anything else in the. It, oh, sort yeah. of, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We have some things. I'm not She's sure when. Cooking. Okay, okay, yep, okay. Definitely cooking up some stuff. All right. <laughs> thank you guys. Thank everybody out there for chiming in. Everybody that watched out there tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, yeah, go check them out at hollandvilla.com. Go see them tomorrow night at Snob on and downtown Charleston, or if you're in Myrtle Beach. Um, we're out. Peace out. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>